This time on the Sixth Man Podcast. Well, and the next game came out. I can't hold this anymore. I really want to talk about the least. This is it's pissing me off. <laughs> if we lose, Julian can throw an egg at my head. Julian and Tiongan can throw an egg at my head. Like, hey, what if the least were down three one of the series? Probably would have <laughs> probably would have lost four to one. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of hockey, we are back on our six-man podcast. We are here with your host, Diago Patello, and your co-host, Jacob Laszlo, and your co-host that is really not here because he's a dingus, Julian Baldessera, and we are here to first talk about hockey. (laughs) He's not like the, the... Number six, number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. Uh, as Jacob said, welcome to the Sixth Man Podcast. Uh, if the audio is a little messed or I do not sound as energetic as I uh, am used to sounding, I apologize. I'm so tired. It is twelve fifteen uh, in the morning. It is twelve fifteen, <laughs> and um, I'm using a different headset for the next couple of weeks. So I do apologize in advance. Julian is not here currently. I don't know if he's going to be able to join. We'll have to see halfway through. But uh, I guess we'll start off with hockey. We're not going to start off with the Leafs just yet. Because I know that's what's on the top of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to talk about the playoffs in general so far. Uh, I just want to list off some things. See how what, what you think about them. If, if you think that it's a fluke. If you think that. It was the one of the most surprising things that's happened so far, you know stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Jets sweeping the Edmonton Oilers—the most unexpected thing I did not—I did not know what was going to happen at all. People were dissing me because I predicted the Jets to win. Take it in, and Edmonton was projected to win, right? Not only did Edmonton lose the series, but they died. They died. They literally died of ligma. It like, it's it's it's. How do you even? You have Drysdale McDavid, and you managed to do that against Winnipeg, who doesn't even who for I think the first two or, or first couple of games they didn't even have their quote unquote star player that they traded Line A for. I I I I, I I I I I don't know. I don't know how you lose to. I, I don't. I, I just don't expect that to happen, to be honest. Because, you know, you think of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nurse, Tyson, and like all that stuff. Like, you don't expect, you know, to so, like that. At least to win one game, you know? Yeah, it, it was at least one. Like, mm-hmm. and also, like, it felt like throughout the whole series, McDavid and Dreisaitl were so quiet. Yeah, no. Like, it felt like nothing happened. But they had one goal, I think. <laughs> That's insane. Like, it's... There was a stat that I read, and I listened to something. I, I saw it somewhere, where it was since 2019, so the last three years, the player with the most points has not won a playoff game. So, Dreisaitl, mm-hmm. and we're not counting last year's 
uh, like the the tournament that we had prior, like the f- game five game, because Drysdale had that one hundred point season, and they won. They won technically. They won one game, but that wasn't a playoff game. That was a what was it called? Uh, I don't even remember. But I guess like you can just call another play in tournament. But like that's kind of crazy because if. Well, we assume Drysaitel and McDavid will probably one of them will have the most points next season again. And like, do you think they just Edmonton are just? I think no. I just think they need they need more players that can just you know you can't only like depend on McDavid and Drysaitel, right? Mm -hmm. You have to depend like you need a whole team that like especially, especially in hockey. Because if Connor McDavid or Drysdale have an off game, you gotta depend on those other players, to like, you know, come in and work. Yeah, I don't want to bring it to the Leafs yet, but I'm just saying, like, like Marner, Matthews, Tavares got injured, so we'll take him off that that little thing. But Marner's Matthews have not really shown up. Yeah, they're sleeping too. You know, and Nylander popped off, you know what I yep. mean? Like, obviously recently he's been a little quiet, but he, he stepped up, that third player that they needed. Exactly. You know, so, with Drysdale being dry, McDavid being a McDingus, who are they going to rely on? Nurse? like Nurse, And especially what happened with Ethan, that's disgusting how people can act. Like, listen, I, 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 I'm I all in for, like, getting mad at a player for making a mistake, right? Because it's playoffs. Like, you shouldn't be making mistakes in playoffs. Like, like at least not major mistakes, right? Yeah. But to say racial slurs against Ethan Bear because he of a mistake, that's kind of, that's too far. It's insane, man. Like, I don't but mind, I mean, like, like I said, I don't mind people blaming another play, especially in playoffs because over a loss because what happens, you know what? There's going to be times in hockey where people are going to make mistakes, especially in the playoffs, and people are going to get mad at them. And they should absolutely. get mad because you shouldn't be making big mistakes like that in the playoffs. And that's what exactly Ethan Bear did. But I just don't agree with the racial slurs that were said against him, especially. You, you don't agree with the way it was exactly. But I definitely, like, but I definitely agree that he should be. People should be mad at him. People should be mad at him and just not be racist. That's like that's like, like come on. It's, like, it's what's the, what's the point of bringing like, a race or into like an argument because somebody made him? Like, there's no point. Like, there's no like. It's it's just unnecessary. Like, just to make him feel like, like it, it still pisses me off that we're. Still, like, we're in the 21st century, and that's we're still like, like, because you're black or Chinese or whatever it is, like, you, you're like different, you know? Yeah, well, kind of annoying at this point. Like, come on, like, go the fuck up for real. Sorry, Julian's mom. Uh, but yeah, the Jets swept Edmonton, so I guess congrats to them, and it's crazy. Uh, so next we have the Minnesota Wild, who was your dark horse team. Almost beating the Knights, making it to a game seven against them. How do you feel about that? <sighs> I wanted Minnesota to win so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, really, 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 really bad. Because I hate Vegas. Like, As we know. So much. I just hate them. Just because they're so good. <laughs> and they shouldn't be good. You but you're just... literally the living embodiment of hate him and hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you you come to the league and you're good. Like fuck off, you cunts. 
Like, come on. Like, stop being good at hockey and just be bad like you're supposed to. Like, watch. No, Seattle Krakens are going to win the cup the first thing you watch. Uh, well, yeah, the Wild almost upset the Knights, bringing it to a game seven. And, uh, I mean, the Knights played today and they got destroyed seven to one against Colorado um, mm-hmm. in game one, which, yikes. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I kind of expected, like, that to happen. Colorado's, like, a really good team, and I think that they they really they are they year. they are the favorites of exactly. I think they really want this year, but like, damn, six to two, not even six to two, seven to one. Oh, yeah, I think they should trade Robin Leonard this off season and try to go for another goalie. Yeah, I mean, with 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 Avalanche destroying Vegas. Surely, yeah, Robin, Flurry goes yeah. in net, right? Yeah, Robin Leonard started those games. Yeah, surely Robin Leonard is benched for this game too, right? No. Surely. No, definitely not, no. Ugh, but, like, seven goals. Take, Give him a break. Like, that's a lot of like, goals. Yeah, he just played against Minnesota going to a game seven. Let him let him have a break. Put Flurry in. Flurry's not bad, you know? Flurry's really good. Flurry's Flurry. Yeah, uh, I just, something that I just did not expect at all that to happen at all. Like I, I expected maybe like maybe I I, I expected Avs to win, but not I, like I, that. but then I didn't expect him to win. Yeah, you expected the win, not to destroy. Yeah, not to like send them out of like not by like a freaking touchdown, almost a touchdown. Jesus, <laughs> like, I thought I forgot what sport we're playing. <laughs> Like, you look at the score, you're like, when did Vegas get a football team? Like, what? I don't know, man. Like, just, hey. If Avs win, or Vegas wins, they win. But I, I, I think Avs are the favorites. <laughs> I love that sentence. If the Avs win or Vegas win, they win. No, <laughs> really. They win. I think Avs are going to win, though, honestly. Like, I, I already projected them to make it to the finals, right? Mm-hmm. Even though my line's pretty messed up. Well, you you predicted the Panthers to go to the finals yeah, against uh, the Leafs. Did I actually predict the Panthers to make it to the finals? Yeah. Oh, poo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll talk about my, that my, next. My, my, I mean... my two projected teams to make it to the finals get out in the first round. Oh, my God. <laughs> you literally predicted Leafs versus Florida in the finals. I wanted to be, lost. like, different. I and the Leafs are in a game seven. <laughs> I wanted to be different, okay? I wanted to be different. Uh, well, I guess but we'll talk about the sometimes Florida difference is really while bad. We're at it. Yeah, I guess we'll talk what about the Panthers. Just smell, okay? <laughs> I mean, the the Panthers against the Lightning was a good series. Uh, I watched a couple games here and there. Vasilevsky's so good, man. He's just so good. He's too good. I mean, I would I would still to this day say Carey Price has been better. Than Vasilevsky this, this oh playoffs, but God, that price playoff price is just a different type of price. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But I mean, yeah, like congrats to Lightning. I guess like you you do your thing. Like, you're gonna play Carolina, who uh, actually very much like struggled against Nashville. People thought that was gonna be a sweep. I think you thought that was gonna be a sweep. I yeah, I said that yeah, they're gonna sweep 100. percent Not. Yeah, they had they went to a game six. Okay, there That's was one sweep. I forgot what the sweep was. Uh, it was the uh, Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> uh, there's two then. 
There's two. And uh, St. Louis, Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Ryan O'Reilly, like, yeah, we're definitely gonna beat them. Not. I think he. I think he's. Yeah, he's. You know, from playoff, playoff uh, champions to um, Stanley Cup champions to Getting first swept. round sweeps. Get Man, the how life changes like that. Like, uh, well, the next game came out. I can't hold this anymore. I really want to talk about the least. This is it's pissing me off. <laughs> we've, we've I've got two more teams, and then we can go to the Leafs. But, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so pissed. I'm like really mad. like I know I'm not showing that I'm mad. Like, and if I was like if it was like earlier, I'd be even more mad. Let's be quiet. Because if I wake up, um... if I wake up, um, Jim, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> Well, here we have Islanders beating the Pittsburgh Penguins. What a series. What a series. I'm very, very much... kind of upset, not going to lie. I am a little bit too, but I very much underestimated the Islanders. I very underestimated. I'm like, oh yeah, Penguins will win 100%. And the the Penguins are not win 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. It was the Islanders who won 100%. Which, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I very much underestimated them. Like, I was talking to my brother, and he, I, we were throwing out predictions, and then I threw out... <laughs> I, I threw out Penguins in, like, four, or Penguins in five, and they won the first game. I'm just like, well, that's tough. And and then they just they just, they just kept on winning. So, congrats to the Islanders. And they last kept on one, winning and they won four games. And when you win four games, you make it to the You win. Game. You win. As, you win, you win. as, as uh, Laszlo would say, who, and no matter who won, the Penguins or the Islanders, if you win, you win. So, <laughs> last but not least, we have the Bruins versus the Capitals. The Bruins just absolutely dominating Caps throughout the whole series. They lost that one game, but ever since that mistake the goalie made, it was cruise sailing. Like, it was like easy. It looked easy for Boston, pretty much. Like it just looked so simple for them. Must have sucked for you because of Chara. Yeah, I'm kind of sad about that. Like, and I feel like he's gonna retire this year. I feel like this year's over. That's like it sucks. He, even though he's still playing really well, like he just he's 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 an old fart. <laughs> Uh, now this is. I don't like, really have anything else written down because I know what we're going to talk wait, about today. Wait, wait. Do you want to say Boston, Boston Bruins fans? I hate you. Stop being so good at hockey. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like because I want to talk shit to other teams, but I just know. Like you know, like Boston, just good. You're good, and you can't talk shit to a team. You're good. <laughs> We can talk because shit to about Boston. I did not expect Boston. Like, I expected Boston to win, like I projected. Yes. I didn't know they were going to win that fast. They, like it felt really fast. Like, I thought they, it I, felt I so quick. The game to be a lot more close. Person, well, who knows what would have happened if the goalie would have not given up that stupid pass, right? Mm-hmm. Like in that double overtime win, where all that and he was like, "Don't sleep, bitch," in Russian. Who yeah. knows how who what would have happened? Because like you know, like a hey, when something happens, you know, if something doesn't happen to play, that can change. Like, like let's say if a penalty was a penalty, or if they never call, like, you know, like any any small thing changes an entire outcome. It's yeah, like, it's like it's like it's like math. 
you make a small mistake, it changes the entire outcome for the future, right? But if you have it the right way, like it, it's it's like one small thing can infect everything. You like, miss it by one number, and that's it. Like, hey, what if the Leafs were down three one in the series? Probably would have <laughs> probably would have lost four to one. Well, I mean, while you mention it, let's just go into what everybody who listens to this podcast wants to listen to. Leafs are going into a game seven, and I think um, I think uh, there's a somebody who who is in this podcast that would like to talk about it for the next two hours. Well, so, there's uh, one and there's two. I wonder who it can be. I wonder who it is out of the two people <sighs> in of this podcast episode today. You know, after being a fan, like I've been a fan my whole life, right? Yes. But since I can even like since. Dion Phaneuf was the captain, maybe even before. I literally am looking at a Dion Phaneuf jersey right now. I have mm-hmm. it in front of me. Like, like, I've been a fan since I can remember, right? Like, Google guy, what was it first words? Leafs. Leafs. Like, like I don't know what I can, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't even remember, like, me being a fan. Like, it's definitely longer than 10 years, per se. Which for for people who listen, this is like what ten years is what? No, no, like like ten years is a lot in our in our time. Okay, <laughs> like we're seventeen. We're we're young. We're young people. Yeah, okay? we're, we're youngins, right? I've just, like ever since I can remember, I've been a Le- like whenever I, as soon as I like knew what hockey was and I knew what the NHL was, it's like the Leafs are cool. I like the Leafs. <laughs> Biggest mistake of my life. Well, <laughs> 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 no, but like on a like. I, I just can't believe. I just, when when, like I, I'm just like hurt. Like I'm not even. Everything's starting to set in. Like I'm not even. Realize... I'm not even like I know there's still a game seven. I, I completely get that. But we choked really bad, and if we lose this game, like I'm gonna be. I'm not even gonna be surprised. Just sad. Like I'm already so, sad as it is. Yeah. It's, so we had two, just... two, two times back to back. Great, amazing. Like for some reason, for the first game, let's just talk about the first game. So game five, I think it was mm-hmm. right. Game five, yes. Gotcha. The first period we slapped. We just, I don't know what happened. I was, I remember watching the game and they were not ready to play. Yeah. Second and third period, they came back through three. Amazing, great, like amazing comeback. Like um, like I was, or like I was excited. Overtime, shit the bed. Like it, it it was not. Like they could have played better. Like yeah. Montreal wanted it more, and you could tell. For the second game was even more insane. Well, well before we move on to game six, I just, Montreal did want it. It felt like they wanted more, and in the beginning, like, of the overtime, Galchenyuk made that mistake. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Galchenyuk, I, I was so mad at Galchenyuk, because I'm like, you do so much. He, he played, he's doing really good in the playoffs. He has, like, he four has points. Been. He has been. Four or five points. And for you... To cough up a puck, like as soon as he coughed up the puck, and I remember watching him live, 
And as soon as he coughed, like as soon as I saw that two on zero with Cole Caulfield and Suzuki and like the pucks in the net, no question. And I was right. Yeah. Laszlo was just like, like not Caulfield. And please. I was I literally started getting up and leaving. Like I literally started like I literally got up and leave and I heard goal. I heard the sirens go off and I'm like <laughs> I was right. I kept predicting like it's it's a two on oh like what can you do? Like I don't even blame Cap though. Like I don't blame him. It's a two on oh you you don't even like you're not supposed to stop a two on oh. like what can you yeah, do? that's not supposed to happen, man. And then like, game six as well. Like he, it's like Gelchenyuk. He he did like a pot because he I guess he thought the defenseman was there. Instead, there was a Montreal player there. I just I'm very upset because I was really wanting to see that puck just go in the net for us, and it went into the wrong net. <laughs> <laughs> And just to see, like, Chen, like, just by a dumb mistake, right? Like, it's not like they made a nice, like, if, listen, if they make a nice play and score, I'll still be, feel, I feel like shit, but I won't, I won't feel as shit. Because you know what? They scored off a nice play. They scored off yeah. of a mistake. Twice. That, that was the entire, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> they scored off a mistake. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm, still, I'm like, you know what? There's another game. There's another game. We have one more game. Well, we have two more games. We have another game. We can do this. Once again, these were sleeping in the first period. Well, they slept in the third. They slept in the first, second, and the start of the third. I feel like both teams slept in the first and second a little bit. Like, no, it wasn't as... Fir- well, okay, no, Montreal no, definitely attacked no, a lot. No, no, no. The only the person that was awake that game... In the first period, in the second, was Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. Because he was sloppy. He had like, anyways, same shit happened. Sleeping, the least come back two to two. Even more cool goes in less time at like you know it's more it's in less lot less time. And it was overtime. Same shit, but this time we were on them. Shots, shotting, shooting, shooting. And all Carey Price was doing, he wasn't even moving his body, just his glove. It was like snagging yeah. it, snagging it. He did not move any inch of his body except for his glove. Carey Price, that game, was just awake. And he was ready to play. And, you know what, I expected that, because it's Price. But I'm like... And there was one play that we had. Austin Matthews could have scored. Right? Oh my God. His stick got caught in another player's stick. And another player, I don't know what happened, and he couldn't get the, his stick in front, and he couldn't shoot in time. So, are you talking about the backhand? The forehand like thing. Where... It was, like, clogged in front of the net. He had it. He had... The puck was right in front of him, but he never had his stick right in front of him. Mm-hmm. I remember a Austin Matthews attempt where he was on the side, and his the stick got caught on a skate. Mm-hmm. So, by the time he was there, he back... Like, he backhanded it. And it was too late. Carey Price's thing was there. But if he did not get caught on that skate, he would have backed it and it would have made it through. Like, the amount oh, of time that it took. Very, like, that was probably your best chance. Anyways, <sighs> we were on fl- And at this point, Kappa had one shot on that. One yeah, it was, shot. I think, like 11 to 1 at that time. So we're in our zone. Travis Dernert coughs up the puck. Goes in front of the net. Bogosian tries to block it. Goes on the back of our net. That hurt so bad. 
That hurt. Because I'm like, they have two shots. They literally had only had two shots. And they put the puck in the net. And I'm like, how? Like, it wasn't even that good of a shot. It was a flutter puck. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like a nice, it was like, I hate cooking at me so much. I hate that guy so much. He he looks like a fourteen year old kid with a pube mustache. <laughs> like I don't like him at all. Like I don't like him. Like he's well, a, Travis. Like he's a good player, but I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Well, Travis Dermott uh, that game was replacing a Sandine, uh, who I don't really. I mean, I yeah, I can see why the change happened, but it just... cost us. I just, like, both goals were so preventable, mm-hmm. and they went in because, like I said, I'm not even, like, surprised, just upset, because I'm, like, I've been waiting pretty much my whole life, like, I, I can literally say my whole life, for the least to get out of the first round, and they haven't, mm-hmm. it's just sad. I want them to be like I just want them to do well. Like I just want them to like just go out there and just at least if they get on the second round against Winnipeg, I do not give a shit. I literally like I even expected them to be most of them get out in the third round. Mm-hmm. I just want them to win a series. Like I'm, I don't even care what happens after that. I expect like them to do. I expect them to do well this season. <laughs> Listen, we saw the game seven, so I have hope. I do, and hope is a lot. Like, it's a big what if. Well, there's a lot of Leafs fans already saying like, "We lost. It's already over." Like, good luck against the Winnipeg. Everyone's everyone's saying that, right? I am Every, one of those. A lot of them. <laughs> I have hope. I, I mean, think I think the Leafs are gonna realize like we can't sleep on this team because we've been sleeping on them for for the first two, for for game five and game six. We need to step it up, and we need to just play. And I think that's what they're gonna do. I think Austin Matthews needs to wake up. I think Mitch Marner needs to wake up. Even that, I think the players who are working their hardest right there are the is, is Spezza, Nylander, Thornton. Um, like offensive, say... like offensively, those three players—they're mm-hmm. working their hardest, in my opinion. I would say even like like, like Galchenyuk's been very. Yeah, but he made a dumb mistake, so. <laughs> so he's eliminated. He's gone. He he played really well, but like, does it matter how well you play? If you, like, oh, it does. It, but at the same time, like, if you make a stupid mistake like that, like. Yeah, that's what you're gonna be remembered for, not your performance. Sometimes like, it's like it's a like lot the, of play, like, the Capitals. There was one player back in the day. I can't remember his name specifically. He was a really good player, but he didn't care, right? And he never showed up for playoffs. But he had a point. He had more points than he had uh, games played. But he was only shit because he never showed up for the playoffs. Hmm. Like, like, that's just an example. You can show up whenever you want. 
like show like even though he was in the playoffs and he did do a lot of damage in the playoffs, I'll, I'll give him that. But to cough up a game because of because you can't look, that you can't like just look behind you see if this guy's there, even if he's dumped it back in the zone, right? I'll be okay with that. He coughed it up and just, you know just ruined it. Like even I, like, listen, I'm not even complaining. Like even if Austin Matthews, like these, like, like I don't even see them working. Like when I well, like I'm not not being like like even then like Austin Matthews got the Rocket Richard. He should be doing more damage than he's like not being specific because you know he's our best player. Like I'm not the type of guy that like oh this guy's good he should be playing better. But, like he should be doing a bit of damage you know like at least something. Like he looks he like he's sleeping goal. out there. I don't even think he has a goal. Does he have a goal or does he have just an assist? I think he's he doesn't have a goal. I, I he might have. A goal. I don't think he does. I think he has one goal from game one or game two. I think Marner is the one who has nothing. Either way, you expect more from them than you do. Like Spets has more goals, and he's going to retire soon. <laughs> he literally Thorin does as well. Yeah, they literally just won a cup so they came to Toronto. Yeah. Well, with this with this game seven, I mean, Montreal, I've done it before. That's why it's like, it's not like crazy. 3-1 lead. We had this before. I think, what, 2013? We have. We've... Against Boston when we had Kessel. I'm just, um, I'm just, listen. I, I just really don't want to lose. I don't either. Like, I just, like you said, I have hope, but it's 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 reality is setting in. We had a three one lead. We lost at home. We lost to a Montreal crowd. We're gonna come back to Toronto with no fans. All right. Probably have another sleeper first period. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna live. In a, in a in a world of one goal changes it because if if Toronto scores first we're winning that game okay there's there's I don't have a doubt in my mind that if Toronto scores the first goal they can score more and they can lead if Montreal scores first I think we're done because we've came back twice. But how many times do we have to do it for our our to for our, uh, our luck to run out? It's just how many times do we have to do it for for Campbell to run out of saves and energy? You know, like mm-hmm. it's 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 just hard to think about. Like we're the better team. Like yes, and I'm not trying, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to be like an asshole to Montreal. <laughs> you know, like they're obviously proving how, how good they are. But by the record sheets and by the stats and by the players we have, we are the better team. They barely made the playoffs. Yeah. We made the playoffs by a lot. Like, we clinched the playoffs before anybody else and we clinched first, like, in many games in advance. Mm-hmm. And all I want is a series win against the like a team who almost got knocked out by Cali. Oh my god, I can't do this anymore. I can't. I, can't. I just want to win. So I just, I'm not asking, like, 
I've been, like I said, we've been waiting our whole lives for this. Never mind me, we. We've been waiting, everyone. Like, everyone. Everyone that I know has been waiting their whole lives. I've been, we've been waiting since 2004. <laughs> Keep in mind that we haven't even been good in the playoffs in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Recently, we finally stepped it up. And then, like, didn't we have a dry spell of playoffs from, like, 2004, 2013? Like, where we well, were just not making uh, playoffs? The only and the closest we ever made we ever made to the first like the first round was that twenty thirteen Leafs versus Boston in the game. We all know what I'm talking about. James Grimer and that just choke. We all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We all know. We just na 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 na. I'm completely fucked, completely fucked. Where I come? Look, I, I even know we can, we're better than Winnipeg. We're a better team than Winnipeg. We're a better team than every player, every team in the division. By far. By a long shot. And the, and the stats proved it in the, in, the, in, the, in the thing. We proved that we're better than everyone else. Obviously. Yeah. Why is I mean, it, like, especially, especially Montreal. God fucking damn it. I mean, look at the look at the playoffs. So we would have so there would be <sighs> Lightning versus Tampa. We've got Islanders versus Bruins. The Colorado versus Vegas, and then potentially Winnipeg versus Montreal. That's Coming an, out of the that's, North a, that's an easy first two rounds. If it's Montreal, if it's Montreal, it's an easy first two rounds for Winnipeg. Like literally, like it's an that's a literally a buy. To the third, like I, I listen, I could be wrong because you know what? Fuck, my predictions are you or have been wrong. Everything <laughs> I said so far, except for the Boston thing, potentially the Leafs have been wrong, except for the clear winners. Yeah, like Carolina, obviously, Avs, obviously. The only good one that I did was the Boston one, and. Hopefully the Leafs won <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but the Leafs had a seventy-five percent chance of winning. They're projected to win six. Much like twenty-five percent. You know how low that is. Take that in. Twenty-five percent. That's twenty. Think of twenty-five cents and compared to a dollar. That's a lot of cents more. <laughs> like. Uh, well, I guess Montreal listen. limited. I guess Montreal limited edition quarter or something. That's a good analogy, bro. <laughs> like twenty five cents to a dollar, but they must have had some fucking old ass nineteen twenty five quarter on in their pocket. We're completely fucked, completely fucked. We're completely fucked. well, with all of that being said, is there any last things you would like to say before we move on to your weekend picks? If the Leafs lose I will. I will. I will do something. I will do something that is. I won't die, but I will. I'll let Julian throw a he- an egg at my head. <laughs> okay, you hear it here first. It's been recorded. If we lose, Julian can throw an egg at my head. Julian and Tiel can can throw an egg at my head. Sick. Well, your host and your co-host, who is clearly not here because he's a dingus, will be able to throw eggs at my head. 
Well, hopefully I don't fucking throw an egg at your head. Because that'd be very sad. It'd be a very sad egg smash. It would be very sad. Let's go on to Jacob's Weekend Picks. There's not that many games this weekend, or not this weekend, but Monday and Tuesday. Uh, in fact, there's only a couple. Uh, well, one's I'm gonna very start important, off... and it's not just enough. <laughs> I'm going to start off with Monday's Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Canadians. Is that the only game? There's another one on Monday. Can, can you see that last? <laughs> okay. So on Monday... Before that Maple Leafs game, we have Boston versus the Islanders. Game two. Oh, Boston. I think, honestly and truly, I think, okay, I think, I think, well, I think, Curdy Curtis, I think, I don't know, <laughs> possibly. Because every time I'm confident, it does, it does, they do the complete opposite, okay? It doesn't work out. I think Boston might sweep or at least win in game five versus the Islanders. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Don't quote me. <laughs> Tuesday, we have the Lightning versus the Hurricanes. Just the only game Tuesday. Lightning. Game two as well, I think. Who won the first game? Uh, I believe, if I can check very quickly, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the first game. Of course they did. What else? Who else? What, what else do I win? It was two to one. Oh, that's close. Yeah, it was a close game. Was it in overtime or... Just no, no, just in regular time. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for Carolina. And um, on Monday. Uh, we have Game Seven, the last game, uh, that is gonna be played for the first round. The Montreal Canadiens <sighs> versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know what? If I'm not confident. Maybe the least will win. Reverse psychology. But at the same time, I just fucking hate the Habs. <laughs> like their, their their logo is a toilet seat. Take that in. <laughs> That's their logo. I mean, it could be the letter C, but I mean, the, okay, that that works too. We're gonna say the toilet seat the losers. They're gonna lose, and the Leafs are going to win their first playoff series since the year 2004 and versus the Winnipeg Jets. Would, would you like to predict the score for the Leafs-Habs game? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't got a choice. Oh, do I have to predict? I want to see as, as close as you can get to the actual score. <laughs> Three to two in overtime. Three to two in overtime. You really want to make us shit ourselves. Um, <laughs> there was a stat that I read that was like Montreal, when they score two goals or less, have seven wins and like twenty eight losses, and when they score three or more, they have like twenty one wins and like eight losses. So uh, I'm going for a three to two win as well, but not overtime in regular time. Jack Campbell goes off. Um, Carey Price comes off. Apparently, Freddie is starting. What? That's what I heard. For what? I could could be wrong. Possibly. But I I heard. I don't know if it's a rumor or whatever. I I, I think Freddie's possibly starting. 
Well, they're, I mean. Na, 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 na. We're, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. fucked. We're fucked. We're completely fucked. Uh, well, if Anderson starts, I mean, ugh, it's tough. Hey, whoever starts, know. we're still going to lose, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're still going to get, like, a 16th round pick. <laughs> With that being said, let us go into the sixth man timeout. Bum, 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 bum. Nah, 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 nah. We're completely fucked. Completely fucked. No, if we no, like, bro, if we lose this game, I'm not even fucking kidding you guys. You throw eggs at me. <laughs> like, I'm absolutely like, we'll find a day in the summer. You two will just we'll meet up. I'll give you both an egg, and you can just smash it on me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I'm down. Yeah. All right, bet. Welcome back uh, to the basketball portion of the Six Men podcast. I am sorry if the audio is a little messed, because I'm, uh, one, not in the same area that I usually record the podcast in. But two, um, I am using different headphones, like I said at the beginning. So this is just kind of like a test to see how the audio sounds. Hopefully it's not bad, because that would suck a lot. But let's go on to the basketball portion of the podcast. Sadly, Julian and Jacob could not join us, um, as I am recording this not at the 12 o'clock like I was with Jacob, but I am recording this at 10 in the morning, <laughs> just so that I can have time to edit it and all of that dumb stuff that you guys don't want to hear about. So let's just go on to the most improved player and the sixth man of the year. Congratulations to Julius Randle winning MIP, most improved, and Jordan Clarkson for winning the sixth man of the year. Um, Julius Randle and Clarkson are the two people that I predicted to win the sixth man. Um, I just, they're so, they deserved it, man. Julius Randle definitely deserved MIP. Not only did his stats improve, even though they improved less than some other players, he improved his team way more than what other players have done. Like, yeah, Trey Young brought uh, Atlanta to fifth. By the same time, Julius Randle brought New York to fourth. While being like having his stats just accelerated like high numbers than he was before, and especially his splits like I think he had like thirty percent field goal percentage last year or like in the twenties like it was bad, and now he's in the forties I believe uh, I'm not hundred percent sure but I think that's what it is, um, and then also Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench for Utah has been insane. He has been so good for them. Uh, so he definitely deserved the sixth man of the year. Um, and now, because we are the sixth man podcast, we must worship Jordan Clarkson. He won sixth man of the year. That's it. He's our mascot. <laughs> so congratulations to Buffalo for winning the award. Uh, let's move on to some of the playoff things that have been happening. The Bucks swept Miami Heat. I wish Julian could be here for this, because Julian predicted Miami to win against the Bucks. I think in like six or seven games. 
I obviously I didn't. I predicted Bucks to win. I don't think anyone thought it was gonna be a sweep. Obviously, like Bucks got better. Miami didn't really improve on anyone. In fact, they lost Kelly Olynyk, and then Victor Oladipo was injured. Um, but like, to, for a four zero sweep, like four games in a row, Miami, come on. Like, you want to prove everyone wrong. Oh, yeah, no, we don't just play only in the bubble. No, no, no. That's not us. We're not the... We, we didn't make it to the Mickey Mouse finals. Pff, no, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> losing 4-0 in the first round to the Bucks team that you beat in five last year. Um, that's tough. And obviously, they don't have Eric Bledsoe there. They have Drew Holiday, which... Was the is the, the is the deciding factor in this whole series? Giannis and Chris Middleton can do great, but if Drew, if Julius, sorry, if uh, Drew Holiday doesn't do good, that's it. Like you're not winning any games. It's over for you guys. It's just how it is. Like if it's like if it's like the Chris Paul kind of shoulder injury thing that happened in like Game Three, Game Two. Like he was off. And I don't care how good any of your other players play. He is the piece that is the deciding factor in the series. Drew Holiday uh, is just insane. He's doing. He has amazing splits. Better defense than Bledsoe. But better splits than Bledsoe. Better shooting ability. Better consistency. He is just better than Bledsoe. I think everyone can agree with that. Now, with that being said... Miami Heat didn't change their way to attack the Bucks. Every time Giannis had the ball and they were running up, they did the same thing last year. The three people wall. The wall where if Giannis were to go through, maybe a charge would be called or he just wouldn't be able to get through them, you know, without grabbing the ball because there's literally three people there. Um, they didn't change it though because the reason why they were able to do that last year is because when Giannis would do that and pass out the Bledsoe, Bledsoe would miss. Bledsoe's not that efficient. Sometimes he would hit it, but most of the time he would miss. Now, they're doing the same thing, except he's passing it out to Bobby Portis. He's passing it out to Drew Holiday. He's passing it out to uh, Brendan Forbes, who is popping off and was popping off against Miami. You know, he has better players to pass to, to shoot and score from, you know. So, I'm not surprised surprised that the Bucks swept, but I am surprised that it happened, like, this unconvincingly. Maybe I thought Miami would have a better chance, like Jim Butler, like, come on, Tyler Hero, what happened to all those, the, oh, I'm so good, let me do the light skin smirk, ah, ah. like, what happened to that, bro? You went from doing that to, like, having shit, shit splits, and, uh, only scoring like seven points a game. Like what? Like what are you doing, man? The Lakers currently have AD out. And I don't know how long. And this is scary for the Lakers. Uh, Chris Paul, I think it was yesterday, they tied the series 2-2. Uh, and AD was out with a groin injury. Which, that is very scary for the Lakers. Obviously, not, the Suns don't want an injury. I mean, yeah, it benefits them, but at the same time, if you want to win the series, you win it because you're the better team, not because they got their star player injured. Um, with AD out, 
potentially he's going to be out game five. Let's be honest here. He's going to be out game five with, with an injury. If Suns win that, it'll be a 3-2 series, and LeBron would have to carry because I don't know how long a groin injury for AD will have to repair. And if they do a KD where they just, you know, force him back in because they need him, you know, he might get injured again and worse. <laughs> like, KD got injured worse when he came back in on the Raptors in the 2019 finals. So if AD comes in, like, for example, in the Suns game, or if they're losing, if they win this series and they go to the next series and they're losing, and they just force AD in because, like, we need you, then, like... You know, like, it's, he might get hurt again. Chris Paul um, also had a, a moment where he looked hurt, but I think he's okay. He's playing still. He's doing his thing, so I think he's doing just fine. But with all that being said, like, how badly does this affect the Lakers? Huge. It affects the Lakers pretty badly. Um now it's just LeBron. Last time LeBron had no one with him was like the first playoff run that he had when he went to the finals with that Cleveland team with like Anderson Verichal as like his second best player. <laughs> like at least later on he had Kyrie, Kevin Love. And then when he went to the Lakers, 80. When he went to Miami, he had Chris Bosh and um, Dwayne Wade. You know, he always had a teammate. And mainly he also, also always had three. The Lakers only had two, right? But without Schroeder in the Lakers team, I don't know if, if uh, the Lakers would be doing as good as they are, which is, I know it's like a weird statement to make, but without Schroeder there, I don't know how good they'd be doing, honestly, because Ray John Rondo's doing his thing, but Schroeder is literally the best, the third best player on that team. I don't care about Montrez. I don't care about Drummond. I don't care about Gasol there. I don't care about Kuzma, Taylor Horn Tucker. Um, who else have they got there? Alex Caruso. Schroeder has been the best player besides LeBron AD there. And they're going to lose him this summer because he wants actual money, not money just to get a chip. Like, he wants money, money. And so, you know, I don't know if LeBron can do it. He did it when he was a kid entering his prime or in a couple years and during his prime. And then he always just had teammates with him. <laughs> you know, like, he always had teammates with him. And even if it wasn't Kyrie, it was Kevin Love. You know, like, and even if it wasn't Kevin Love, it was Isaiah Thomas, who wasn't playing as best at that time, but he was still Isaiah Thomas. If it wasn't Isaiah Thomas, it was a prime Kyle Korver. And then, you know, at least it's not like a Brooklyn Nets situation where your fourth best, like, option is Joe Harris. Who is one of the best three pointer like three point shooters ever? Not ever, like I'd just say like efficient three point shooters. Like that's crazy. But I mean, this is gonna affect the Lakers, obviously. Uh I think they lose the next game and then they lose the next Suns and Six. If A D doesn't come back. If A D comes back, he might propel them a little bit more, but he might get injured again. If A D comes back, I think Lakers can win the series. I obviously think Phoenix Suns Shunge, <laughs> the Phoenix Suns are gonna win. Like I want, I predicted them to win, uh, but I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. Cause the main issue for uh, Julian, he said that it was 
the chemistry. But at the same time, like, they had six games or five games, and then they had the two playing or the yeah, the one playing game, and then they were fully healthy, so they were training all together. I think they had the chemistry going into this, especially after game one. When game one finished, they had more chemistry than they had in the past two years. <laughs> so I think that the chemistry is not a problem anymore. It's just a power. It's like a will kind of thing. And I think the Suns edge out the Lakers without AD. Let me move on to the Brooklyn Nets not sweeping the Boston Celtics. A lot of people thought they were. I predicted Boston to at least win one game, and they did. They won. Tatum dropped 50 points, and uh, Boston don't let Brooklyn sweep. Uh, I'm not saying Boston's not letting them win because they're going to win the whole series. It's currently 3-1. to one. I think there's a game Tuesday for the, the game five. But, I mean, it's the, the it's over. Tatum is not going to drop 50 points, 60 points, like, every game for the next three, not even, four. No, 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 next three games. He's not going to drop 50 for the next three and then carry his team on defense to, to win. And, like, what is Kemba doing? <laughs> Kemba's supposed to be like a second, a third star beside Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown's injured, so Kemba, you're supposed to step up, and you're not stepping up. Evan Fournier's supposed to be a reliable shooter, and he's doing okay, I guess. Like, he's not performing as to what they want him to. You know, like, Boston beat Brooklyn, but that's it. That's the, the whole thing right there. You know, like, what... What is Boston supposed to do? What is Tatum? Not Boston. What is Tatum supposed to do? He's doing all he can. Dropping 50. Having amazing splits in the playoffs. Against good defenders. Like KD. And DeAndre Jordan is not a bad defender. And who else do they have there? Small forward. They have Joe Harris. He's not horrible. He's okay. Still bad. But he's not a bad. Like He's not a horrible defender. I would take him over some other players for defense. Um, but yeah, there's nothing Tatum can do. He's doing his best. He just has to rely on Marcus Smart, Kemba, uh, who else is there? Tristan Thompson, uh, Mar uh, Robert Williams, and they're not doing anything. Robert Williams is doing okay, but not enough. So, sad to see Boston with the players they have do so bad after people predicted to do good because Jalen Brown wasn't injured. But, like... I don't see why you take away the team tomorrow. I think next uh, tomorrow, next year, next season. I think you trade Kemba. I think that's a given. I think you you trade him. But what's what's stopping you from just getting a center who can defend a little bit, you know, just at least that small bit. And then you're set. You've always had center problems for some reason. Tristan Thompson hasn't been playing too good. And, and Robert Williams has been good. He's just undersized. He'd be a great power forward. You know what I mean? If he played, if he was a power forward that played like a center, he'd be insane. But he's a center. So, that's tough for them. I don't see why they would have to trade the band like Tatum, Smart, or um, Brown. There's no reason to trade any of them. They're doing their best. Brown is injured, so there's nothing you really can do. It's the supporting cast is not doing what they're doing. 
Evan Fournier, Marcus Smart. I mean, Marcus Smart's doing fine. Evan Fournier, Kemba, and then, like, their center position. That's what they need. And sadly, Tatum's going to have to wait till next year. And possibly the year after that, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves in the offseason if next year they don't really do anything and uh, his contract runs out. I think it runs out in two years. Um, even if it doesn't, like if they don't do good, and what's what's stopping them from just not like leaving in the offseason? Brown or him or Kemba, you know, like anything like that. Mainly Tatum, because obviously Tatum is the bigger guy. Even though Brown is not bad. Okay, so he signed a five year. So he he would go uh in the twenty five year season. So he has so much time. If Boston somehow mess up all the way to the two thousand twenty fifth season where he's tired and done with it, if they keep on getting eliminated second round, third round, first round, not making playoff anything like that, if they don't make the finals at all with Tatum Brown and anybody else around them, he if he stays, that would be the most surprising thing. Or if, like, Danny Ainge stays at the office. Or who else? Or the coach. I forget his name. It's off the, off the top of my head. But if he stays, even though he's such a good coach, if you're not making playoffs with that coach, you have to sack the coach. Like, that's just how it is. What do I think is the most interesting series so far? I've got options here. I've got Atlanta versus New York, who I didn't talk about too much but i'll mention i'll talk about all these things uh denver nuggets versus portland trailblazers the clippers versus the mavericks the grizzlies versus the jazz and the suns versus the lakers um you know mavericks were 2-0 up and everyone thought that it was over for the clippers don't see them coming back does no one remember the last time Kawhi was up i mean down 2-0 he made it a 4-2 series against the Bucks, and moved on to the next round like with the Raptors. People are forgetting that Kawhi could do that. <laughs> like, they're just forgetting. But anyways, uh, uh, I'm going to talk about each of these individually. First of all, Atlanta, New York has been so good. Has been so good. It's two young teams. Well, young as in, like, their star players are young. Making their, their playoff, like, like proper debut you know their superstar debut uh new uh, like new york being as loud as it possibly can trey on shushing it trunk saying what we'll meet you at the a and then them winning in the a and then now it's a 3-1 series what a series it's been so nice seeing them when julius randall plays bad new york plays bad when trey young plays decent not good decent atlanta played decent you know, and they lost that game. Even in the third game, it wasn't, like, for me too convincing. I, saw, I was watching a little bit of it. It didn't look, like, crazy, you know? But I love it. I love the trash talk. I love how the mayor, I think, like, not the mayor, like, something of New York had to get in. He's like, uh, Trey Young, you don't, you don't shush shush or whatever, anything like that. I love it. Such an amazing series. 3-1. I think Atlanta will win. I think we all need to apologize to Atlanta. We were Everyone was choosing New York. But Atlanta have a better team. <laughs> it just is. 
Clippers, I mean, the New York um, Knicks have Randall, and then and I have Trey Young. Okay. Well, New York have R.J. Barrett, and Atlanta's like, okay, we have John Collins. I would take John Collins over R.J. Barrett any day of the week. Okay, and then and then New York from there, it's like, okay, well, we have Mitchell Rob, We have De- Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose and Mitchell Robinson. And then you go to Atlanta, it's like, okay, we have Clint Capella, who is amazing defensively. And then who else? They have Kevin Herter, who's a great shooter off the bench. Tony Snell has been shooting 50-50-100%. You know, like... I would take Derrick Rose over Kevin Herter, but overall, Atlanta just have a better team. And we just need to apologize because we were really, really under, like, shooting them. Everyone just forgot that they had John Collins and Clint Capella and their team has actually went to the fifth seed this year. They acted like this team was an eighth seed. So, uh, apologize, Atlanta. You guys are doing great. 3-1 series. Hopefully, you don't get... You don't mess that up or else you'll be made fun of forever. Next one, we had Denver Nuggets versus Portland Trailblazers. What a series. This could be my surprising series so far. Uh, some people thought, like, Portland could do something. But at the same time, Portland have been struggling so, like, late into the like at the end of the season that I was like, what the hell is happening here? You know, and for them to be doing this against to win a second game against the MVP Jokic you know that's that's insane and like playoffs Jokic first of all has been amazing has been insane he looks so good but Portland have won two games Portland could pull an offset an offset an upset here and a big one because if you knock out the MVP in the first round that could sway some MVP votes even though it's all regular season, some people will vote like uh, an Embiid or a Curry because Jokic got knocked out in the first round. And even though, yeah, yeah, but Curry, Curry got knocked out in the play-ins. Curry didn't have support. He didn't have good players, you know? He had Draymond and uh, Andrew Wiggins, who performs on and off every day. So, I mean, I hope... I don't know who I hope to win, man. I don't know. I don't have a really pick, but it's been such a good series so far. Shout out to Powell doing his best playoff, Powell. Uh, Lillard doing Lillard things, you know. CJ McCollum being the mini Lillard. <laughs> and, like, it, it's been it's been really interesting to watch. Next, I already talked about it a little bit. Clippers versus Mavericks. Like I said, Kawhi, when he was 2-0 down last time, he brought it to a 4-2 series to go to the next round. So I don't really see what all the fuss was about when Mavericks were winning 2-0. I obviously predicted Mavericks to win. I thought, okay, well, they're 2-0 up. Maybe Clippers win, like, a game, but then Mavericks win the next one, you know. I thought it was kind of like that situation. I didn't think it was oh, we're going to win two in a row, and now all of a sudden everyone thinks that we're amazing and we're the best and we're going to win all of it. Like, no. Some people are overreacting hella. Like, people are thinking Clippers are going to win the whole thing now. It's like, what? Like, what? 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 You know, just because the Kevin uh, House Porzingis has been horrible means the Mavericks have been bad. And then they finally figured out Doncic, so he's not performing as well as he should. And if Porzingis is just... If Porzingis was a seven foot three, this guy would be working at McDonald's. Like, if this guy was like six foot four, 
six, even six. I'll be generous. Six foot six. If that was six foot six, I don't. I don't think he would be in the NBA. He is such a big frame. All he has to do is work out. All he has to do is add muscle, and he could be an amazing power forward center. But no, this guy decides to just do like step backs and mid ranges and not use his body to go to the paint. It's stupid. Like it's really dumb. So. I wouldn't say this is the most interesting series. I would say it's the most interesting series of games. You know, like, oh, Mavericks win two. Oh, Clippers win two. What's going to happen next kind of thing. I wouldn't say it's more interesting than Denver-Portland because that's actually been very entertaining and just all out fun to watch. Clippers-Mavericks, I haven't really had fun watching. I don't know. I love Doncic basketball, but it hasn't been fun. Next, Grizzlies-Jazz, a fun series. Uh, interesting because Grizzlies won the first game. I mean, but besides that, you know, um, nothing is really crazy. Like obviously the the stats that Jaws doing and the moves that he's doing, I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching it. But right now Utah's up two to one. Uh, I'm assuming they win today. Make it a three one series. Maybe Grizzlies win another one and be like, look, we're not undershadowed. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't see Grizzlies winning another game, unless they just go and John Morant goes all out with that that three pointers with the five. You know, Valanciunas has one of the best games of his life. It's been a very interesting series. It would be an interesting series so far if the Grizzlies won that third game. If it was two one to the Grizzlies, that would be that would probably be the most interesting series. And last but not least, Suns versus Lakers. With AD being out, it's less interesting because we know that Phoenix Suns will definitely win a game now, like guaranteed. Whether it's a third game or they're going to win the whole series because of it, I don't know. But with AD out, you know the Suns are going to win a game. So it's not like wonder, like, oh, what's going to happen, you know? Um, it's It's interesting in the fact that there's a lot of chirping, there's a lot of... Uh, talk back and forth, injuries, pushing, and fights, and and fans are getting into it. It's been absolutely insane in that aspect. But, I mean, like, I would say the most interesting series has been Denver versus Portland. I think um, it's been just fun to watch. It's been really interesting to see how good Portland have been doing against Jokic. It's also interesting to see how good Jokic is doing in the playoffs. It's just such an interesting series. I think second place would go to the Clippers Mavericks, but Denver Nuggets versus Portland is the most interesting series so far. Now we're just going to move on to Julian's weekend picks, but it's Tiago's weekend picks. I suck at these. <laughs> Hopefully these are a little bit easier, though, because playoffs first round, um, two of these should be easy. Uh, because we're recording this Monday morning, uh, I need to predict these now and now only. So, we got the Monday game. 76ers versus the Wizards. I'm going for the 76ers. I didn't talk about the Wizards and 76ers just because it's not that interesting yet. Westbrook, I don't know if he's injured or not. I think he came back um, from the injury. But uh, it's going to be a 76ers sweep, sadly. Um, Wizards just aren't good enough for second best in the league right now, MVP voting, Joel Embiid. So, next up, we got the Grizzlies versus the Jazz. 
I'm going to say Jazz win this one, make it a 3-1 series, put less pressure on them. Um, people are just downing, like, clowning the Jazz. But the Grizzlies are actually just a good team right now. And, like, I don't know. I, I just don't see Jazz losing the series. I really don't. I really don't. I feel like Julian would probably say uh, the Grizzlies would win. Just because he likes that. He doesn't like the Jazz too much, I don't think. But, I mean, I think Jazz win. And then on Tuesday, we got the Celtics versus the Nets. The Nets make it a 4-1 to series. They win. And then Blazers versus Nuggets. This is a tough one. I say Nuggets. They're kind of like trading right now with wins and, and performances and stuff like that. Um, I think Nuggets win. Troubles just win the next one. Then it's a Game 7, which will be really fun to watch. And last but not least, the Suns versus the Lakers. I think the Suns win. Obviously, the Lakers without AD, way more tough than what it was uh, for them to win. So. And now going on to the MLB section. And not only just the MLB section, but the soccer section. Because it's my show. I'm the only one here. I control it. <laughs> so for the MLB, the Blue Jays are 4-4 four and four in their last eight games. And it's kind of been sad. Um, they lost six in a row against the Red Sox in Tampa, and then they won, and then they're kind of like 50-50 in the last eight games. I think they're like six and eight or five and five in the last ten, so who knows, but it's been pretty weird, and I just don't really know what to expect. I kind of hope they win the next couple of games, because they're almost at a 50-50 record. But, like... For us, that's not enough now. That's not enough. You got insane players, and I know they're injured, some of them. George Springer, uh, you know, I know that he's injured, but at the same time, you Semyon's there. You got to do your thing. You got to have a winning record and not, like, a close 50-50 record. Like, I want to see a good record from the Jays. And I just want to talk about the, the hard Saturday I had. Um, it was a rough day on Saturday. Because I am a Manchester City fan, and in the Champions League final, Manchester City won. Uh, I also kind of like Manchester United a little bit, more than Villarreal, because Manchester United have Bruno Fernandes. Um, but sadly, Villarreal won because De Gea uh, had a really bad penalty. So, I mean, I hate Man United, don't get me wrong, I just like Bruno Fernandes. Um, I'm not a fan of the actual United team. So, you know, Man City lost, Fernandes lost. Like, a little bit earlier on Wednesday, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really care too much about that. But then City lost, it's like, ugh, like, that sucks. You know, I went to go play FIFA. I didn't want a single game of FIFA. I went to go play Rocket League. Not a single game of Rocket League. I, no matter what I touched, they didn't win. And then Leafs played later that day, and uh, they lost, and now it's a game seven today. Um, it's tough. It's such a tough situation for Saturday. And then Sunday, I had a great day. So it, it all added up. But I just hope Leafs win. That's it. If they win game seven, that's it. Like That's all we need. We, you can get 4-0 sweeped. It'll be embarrassing. But at least you won a goddamn playoff series against the Montreal Canadiens. You know, like, that's what we want right now. All we want is a playoff win. So, not even a playoff win, a playoff series win, please. Please, Toronto. Me, Jacob, Julian, Marco, who else? Alex. I'm just listing names of people that I know watch the Leafs. My dad, my brother, 
We're all begging you, please win Game 7. And with that being said, I am going to end the podcast here. If you enjoyed it, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I didn't even mention them at the beginning. Please do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Instagram is sixthman underscore IG. And the Twitter is sixthmantweets. I'm way more active on Twitter than I am on Instagram. So I would suggest following the Twitter uh, as I do post and retweet and do as much as I can on that app. Uh, And yeah, thank you all for listening to the podcast. And we'll see you all next time.